I want to thank you for listening to Lighthouse Leadership. I have been blown away by the support and response I've received from my listeners. You guys are the reason I do this podcast. And my mission is to ignite, inspire, and improve leaders. I don't know you, but I want to add value to you as a leader. You know, I love writing content that I know will empower you and help you in some way. And because I have such a strong passion for developing leaders, I'm going to offer for a limited time a free 45-minute training for you or your department or your leadership team. All you have to do is contact me using the email address you will find in the show notes. And I'm offering this to you guys as a way to say thank you for your support to me and Lighthouse Leadership. And I look forward to hearing from you. Hey guys, welcome back to Lighthouse Leadership. I'm your host, Jeremy Howe, and I have my friend Tracy Miriam back with me today. <laughs> Hello, Tracy. Hey, Jeremy. It's good to be back with you today. All right. In, this, uh, in the last episode, we talked about the principles of leadership. Number one, don't walk past a mistake. Correct it in the moment. And this was a proactive approach to, to having the courage to correct issues with your staff in the moment. And we said that as leaders, what we permit we promote. And if you haven't listened to that episode, I encourage you to go back and listen to it because I promise it will help you in confronting and dealing with issues. All right. So the second principle of leadership that that we're going to present to you is ego is the enemy and humbleness is the way. Again, that is ego is the enemy. Humbleness is the way. So I think we need to start with this principle by defining what ego is. And to me, ego is an unhealthy belief in our own importance. It's arrogance. It's self-centered and self-promoting. And it's the need to be better than, more than, and recognized more than anyone else. It's a sense of superiority. Yeah, and I think right away we can tell from that definition that ego is completely contrary to the principles of leadership displayed by many of the great leaders that we study, right? How often have we heard of leadership as being servant-oriented or team-centered or providing an environment where others thrive? And none of that fits with being self-centered or self-promoting or the ego as you just defined it. Yeah, ego is a belief that I am more important than anyone else. It's it's a belief that my position is better than anyone else's and that, in fact, it's a feeling that I'm owed something. It's a belief that I deserve something more than someone else and that my work is more important than someone else's. You know, Tracy, that sounds a lot like an attitude of entitlement, doesn't it? Yeah, it really does. And, you know, I struggle with this a little bit getting ready for this podcast because <clears throat> strength is often an admirable characteristic commonly found in effective leaders. Often leaders are the ones who have to make a final decision. So you want them to be strong when they make that decision. But the problem is many leaders, particularly new leaders, but all of us are prone to this. I've done this before. We, we have a distorted view of what strength really is. Leadership strength, the way I think of it, is not an attitude of it's my way or the highway, nor is leadership strength an attitude of, well, I'm in charge, therefore no one else's voice or opinion even matters. Yeah, exactly. 
So I'm going to do something a little different. Uh, I'm going to share a story with you that I came across while I was doing some research for this episode. And, and the story goes like this. Two battleships assigned to the training squadron had been at sea on the maneuvers in heavy weather for several days. The visibility was poor with heavy fog, so the captain remained on the bridge to keep an eye on all the activities. And shortly after dark, the lookout on the wing of the bridge reported light bearing on the starboard bow. Is it steady or is it moving astern? The captain questioned. Well, the lookout replied with steady, Captain, which meant the ship was on a collision course. The captain then called to the signalman, signal that ship. We are on a collision course. Advise you change your course 20 degrees. Back came a signal. I advise you change your course 20 degrees. The captain said to the signalman, send I'm a captain change your course 20 degrees. Back came the reply of I'm a seaman second class. You change your course 20 degrees. And here comes the ego. By this time, you know, the captain was furious and he spat out, send I'm a battleship, change your course immediately by 20 degrees. I demand it. Back came a return message. I'm a lighthouse. So the captain quickly gave the order for his ship to change course by 20 degrees. Now, that's a funny little story, but it's so true because it talks about ego. See, our ego takes over our thinking and sometimes we hang on to our ego so long that we end up being humiliated and looking like a fool. And ego is the enemy because it's the root of most every problem that we face. And our ego takes over our thinking and it makes us believe that we are right and that we have to be right and everyone else has to be wrong. See, ego tricks us into holding onto a mindset or taking a position on a matter and it will not allow us to see someone else's point of view. Our ego, it will not allow us to even consider that we might be wrong or that they might be right. Um, it just forces us to believe that we're right in that situation. And something else that I've noticed, ego can be quick to judge others. We judge their position or their opinion, and we are quick to be dismissive of them because our ego is making us believe that we're right and they're wrong. Tracy, I don't know if you know this about me, but uh, my first leadership book I ever read. You know what the title of that book was? Uh, I do. Okay. it you, was Because you've told me. Okay. I know you love the book. <laughs> it was Good to Great by Jim Collins. My wife, Christy, bought me that book. And I've been hooked on leadership ever since. But, but in that book, Jim Collins talks about the characteristics of a good to great leader. And he says this, those who worked with or wrote about the good to great leaders continually use words like quiet, humble, modest, reserved, shy, gracious, mild-mannered, uh, self-affecting, understated, and did not believe his or her own clippings. And Collins went on to say in his book, the good to great leaders never wanted to become larger-than-life heroes. They never aspired to be put on a pedestal or to become unreachable icons. They were seemingly, they were seemingly ordinary people quietly producing extraordinary results. You know, that really sounds like to me that Jim Collins is describing leaders who were focused on humility as the way and not ego. See, ego makes us think that we're more powerful than we are, smarter than we are, better than we are, more successful than we are, 
more skilled than we are, more talented than we are, and more developed than we are. Yeah. You know, Jeremy, in a sense, the way you're describing it and the way I've thought about it before, ego is a destructive loop and it starts from a bad foundation. When we start from the foundation of I have to be right or more powerful or more smarter than everyone else, like you were describing, then everything we see is viewed through that lens that we've set for ourselves. So when we come across a problem, instead of approaching that problem with an open mind, as we work toward a resolution, we approach the problem with an attitude of, well, I've got this. I can fix this. I don't need anybody else. I don't need to listen to any other viewpoints. And maybe I don't even, I really shouldn't listen to others because I'm the leader. And I know I'm not going to reach the wrong resolution for this problem. Yeah, we can't learn. We can't learn if we think we know it all. And we can't serve if we think that we're better than everyone else. And we can't lead if we can't see value in others. And we can't and we can't grow if we think that we've arrived. See, ego, ego is an inhibitor of success. It's an obstacle in our way. It limits our success and it holds us back and creates a false sense of security and success. And our ego, it's a short-term tactical thinker. It's a short-term tactical thinker, not a long-term strategic thinker. Our ego is about promoting us and protecting us in the here and the now. And our ego is not focused on how the decisions we are making in the current moment will impact us months and years down the road. I think insecurity is one reason why newer leaders lead with a focus on themselves or, or even protecting or promoting themselves. And I think that insecurity causes them to believe they have to prove their independence which in turn closes them off to that input from others. Experienced leaders who have become ingrained in the my way or the highway mentality or the I'm the boss, so what I say goes, they also continue to lead with that ego. And so either way, that creates a vacuum around them that stifles innovation and it, it really yeah. dangerously prevents engagement from and with their yeah. team. I, I, I like what you said there. You said it creates a vacuum around them and it stifles their innova their innovation and um, it prevents engagement. I, that that is very good. That hits the nail on the head with ego. And I like what the book of Proverbs says about ego. Before his downfall, a man is proud, but humility comes before honor. That's Proverbs eight. All right. So we have talked about ego. Now let's shift gears and focus on how humble leadership is the way and the path that we want to take for leadership. So like we did with ego we need to define humility. And to me, humility is at its most basic level, it's a sense of modesty, a realization that you can't do everything, that you don't know everything, and you don't mean everything to the world. The understanding that you can always learn, grow, and improve. It's the acceptance of human limitations. And I like this comparison. Where ego serves self, Humility serves others. Ego wants credit for the cause, but humility wants to wants to contribute to the cause. Ego wants to control, but humility knows when to follow. See, guys, real leaders understand that part of leadership is knowing when to lead and when to be led. All of us uh, at times have to humble ourselves to be led by someone who is more experienced than us in certain situations. 
and one of the key differences I think between ego-based leadership and 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 humble leadership is the impact that they make on the workplace environment. Ego-based leaders tend to create this toxic work environment that's characterized by fear and and competition and there's which creates a lack of trust. And this type of environment can lead to high levels of employee turnover and decreased productivity because who wants to work for someone who is an egomaniac? But in contrast, humble leaders tend to create a positive work environment characterized by collaboration, trust, and a shared sense of purpose. And this type of environment can lead to higher employee engagement, increased motivation, and certainly improved performance. We have to replace ego with humbleness. Humbleness is a different mindset, one that is a feeling of being blessed and and not as good as we need to be. Thankfulness uh, replaces a feeling of of unthankfulness. And, And humility is not thinking less of ourselves. It's just thinking of ourselves less. Yeah, I agree with all that. I think one thing we all have to keep in mind, though, is leading through that that humility takes patience. It takes a while to see the fruits bear out. Ego-led leaders tend to put their mark on their team or their organization right away. In fact, many in that school of thought of management are taught to make big changes as early as possible, even if only to prove to everybody, I'm in charge here. On the other hand, leaders that lead through that sense of of humility sometimes take longer to make their mark. Remember, these leaders think of others first and how to support their team and improve the team or the company through others rather than through themselves. So the positive benefits of this type of leadership can sometimes take a little longer to see, and sometimes these leaders can grow impatient. Don't do that. Trust yourself, trust your ability to positively influence those around you, and you will soon see your team and your company reaping the rewards. Yeah. You know, when we free ourselves of the side effects and the limitations of our ego, we can perform at our best. When we constantly remind ourselves that we're not as good as we think we are which can be really hard, by the way, (laughs) that the success of yesterday is not enough for today and that we have tremendous room for improvement. See, guys, then we are completely free to grow and develop and achieve higher levels of success. When we are humble, when we draw people to us because they see us being authentic and they see us putting their needs ahead of their own. They see us making sacrifices for them, standing up for them, taking bullets for them, and refusing to accept credit when the team succeeds. The more you lean in and focus on continuous improvement, the more you let go of your ego. We need to focus on and build habits of being humble in our aspirations, gracious in our success, and resilient in our failures. Listen to me, guys. Leadership is not about us. It's about everyone else. Uh, The position title that someone gave you doesn't mean a thing. It's the work that we do as leaders that matters. And at the heart of that work is putting other people first, helping them achieve their goals and their dreams. And guys, we can't do that if we're too focused on who we are and what we want. Now, the takeaway that we want you to have from this episode is to understand that we're in a battle with our ego. 
And the more successful we are, the more mindful we have to be and, and the work that we have to do to move away from allowing our ego to control our thinking and focus on our gratitude. Now go do the work and go live the dream.